Right now is the perfect time to sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today with promo code JNR and get a deposit match of up to $100. You can do daily fantasy for basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Not only that, you can do some of the rivals and head-to-head matchups. Who's going to score more points this weekend? Kevin Durant? Nikolai Jokic, you can place those, you can place your entries on Underdog Fantasy. And like I said, right now, deposit match up to $100. Use promo code JNR and check it out. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, and I am joined by Ronnie. And this, this is the episode we teased last week. This is our free agent f- frenzy. Free agent frenzy. Does that You're sound such good, a Ronnie? tease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we jump into that, though, let's hit up some news. Ronnie, take it away. Yeah, we'll please. get us caught up a little bit. Yep. So now the season's over. Got some things going on. Kawhi Leonard, he had cleanup in his right knee procedure. So he's expected to be ready for camp. So he's 32 years old. Until next his next week. injury. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's 32. <laughs> he had that meniscus tear in his knee and, you know, he's he barely played last year. So hopefully he'll be you know, healthy next year. I mean, Disney was bothering him the whole year, so you could tell what he was laboring it. So yeah, we'll see if this helps too. Um the- I want to see a healthy Clippers team yeah. just once because they are so good on paper. So yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully he gets healthy and Paul George can stay healthy. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard especially stay healthy. Yeah. Just I, I want to see him in the playoffs and a healthy I mean he, he's unstoppable when he's healthy in the playoffs. So yeah. Yeah, I want to see that again. I, I want to want him to get back to where he was. Uh, the Grizzlies GM supports Morant's suspension. He says there's no rooms for step backs, it says. Um, basically, he, he said that uh, at this point, it doesn't matter until he follows through. Um, I couldn't care less about words. Ja has to prove it. So he's, he's basically done and I'm just sick of those, all those social, social media posts with guns and everything like that. He said he was going to do any more. They did it again. What do you think, though, Jonathan? I mean, because like the GM doesn't really have his back and i was wondering like if you were an nba player and the gm said that you know after this happened would you would you have wished that the gm would have said like whatever it's just it's just a gun you know it's just a it's just he's just waving around social media just give him his freedom let him do whatever he wants he shouldn't have been suspended for 25 games would that would that kind of hurt you as a player you know knowing that your gm doesn't really have your back they have the i think Adam Silver's back. He has the league's back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think you have to you have to toe the line carefully because if you say something like that, the story doesn't go away, right? It's yeah. still people are still going to talk about it by saying this is like, oh yeah, you know, sort of the tough love approach. It kind of puts it to bed. So maybe that is what he was trying to do. Obviously, they support John Morant. He is, yeah. you know, at least at least I believe still the future of this franchise and and the leader of this franchise. So I, I don't for any reason think that they would want to to damage that yeah uh, i just think he's trying to make the story go away and this is the best and quickest way to do that so i don't think he he's necessarily throwing him under the bus or anything like that but i mean everything he said is right you know, yeah. yeah words are something but prove it actually do it you've you've said this before and it didn't go so do you want us to believe you then then actually do it so i just right. think it's more of a tough love um approach than anything else so that, I, I don't think john would care at the end of the day but who yeah. knows that's how i think of it but I think if I was a player and the GM said, like, this isn't right, you shouldn't have been suspended my player, you know, these 25 games, all he did was do this on social media, I would, like, I would be like, thank you, GM. Like, I, I want to play even harder for you now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It just, just made me think a little bit. And I, I wonder, I definitely understand the GM's point of view. Like, you have to give this guy tough love because you don't want him getting hurt, yeah. right? But, I don't know. It just just kind of made me think. I, I don't know. I'm kind of... I look at it both ways. Do you ever ever watch Hard Knocks on HBO yeah, when they follow the football team that. during the preseason? You have yeah. okay. Do you remember the Dallas Cowboys season? I don't. I, I might have skipped that one. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I know you're not a, a Cowboys fan, but yeah. Ezekiel Elliott was just a mess, and they babied <laughs> him and held his hand, and you know he had a different set of rules for him. Okay, and he just just kind of never learned from it, and just ultimately was always getting in trouble and never never really learning his lesson. So I feel yeah. like if you take that approach, you don't play harder for those guys that have your back. You just see what other what else you can get away with. Or I whatever see. what other 
manip- not manipulation, or well, maybe manipulation, yeah. but what other lines you can come right up to the end and say, okay, well, just don't do it again next time. So yeah. if you watch that season, the way they talk to him, it's like they're talking to a baby. Weird. It's really kind of pathetic. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't think that approach works. So, you know, huh. it's ultimately it's up to job one way or the other. So right. I, I think the GM just takes the line that, is going to not get his name shine in a bad light in the news by saying something yeah. silly. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if it works. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens after the 25 games. And I mean, watch yeah. him. I know he's going to post something again, you know, he's just going to keep doing it. There, there's nothing that's going to stop that. But whatever. I'm kind of done with him. All right. So <laughs> more things. He in went the from news. your MVP pick last year. I know. Too. That's, I'm that's probably why him. I'm sour about it, you know, because he did that and then he just screwed everything up. He's just Broke so, your so heart, stupid. Ronnie. Yeah. He, he's so good. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Okay. More news. So I just want to quickly, real quick, real quick. Okay. So Ronnie's backtracking. John Morant, MVP pick last year. Now he's done with him. If you listen to us in the last episode, we talked about how Ronnie used to hate building super teams, but now the Suns <laughs> building a super team. You know what? Not so bad. I'm curious to see what will happen next week. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> Shut up. Ronnie has a special bicycle that only pedals backwards. And exactly right. Patent pending. <laughs> okay. So. Orlando Magic's Ben Sherrill, he's going to play for the US Team USA at the World Cup coming up. So I, I love the way this Team USA is shaping up to be. So, so far we got Mikkel Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Paolo, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Brandon Ingram. Man, this is, that's an amazing team. And then Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves. Jonathan, you got to be interested in this Team USA, right? You got to be, are you going to be watching this this year now? I mean, I might check in, but FIBA doesn't really mean much to me. The, the Olympics are cool because that I, I know this is in the same vein as the Olympics, but yeah. it just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll check into it and watch it, but I just, I feel like that's not the best team that you could possibly put on the court. No, it's and not the best, be- but it's really good. And I'm, I'm going to be glued to it. I'm, I'm very interested. Who's the I can't head coach of the, of the FIBA team? Steve Kerr. And then the, the assistant coach is Tyron Liu, oh, Steve Kerr, Eric okay. Spolstra, and Mark Few. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they. I mean, all right, so they got a good coaching staff. Yeah, okay. They got one more roster spot left too. Is there any player in particular that you want on the team? I'm, I'm thinking you're going to say Embiid, but is there any? No, no, no. Dylan Brooks for sure. Oh, Dylan Brooks. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I want to see him spice it up with those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stomping on chest makes perfect sense. Taking names. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just make enemies with all these other countries, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Start wars. <It's> kinda... <laughs> He's like the the Jack Bauer of basketball. I don't know. That was yeah. a bad example. But yeah, he doesn't have a team yet, so this would be a good addition for him. I'm like, hey guys, look, I can do this for your team. Yeah. Turn it into a toxic <laughs> toxic Who? environment. Sign me. <laughs> Who's the guy I hate that pushed Chris Paul in the back? I can't think of his name right now. I don't remember his name either, Ronnie. But, but they got to sign him Can too. Can you really then. not remember his name? I can't think of it right off the bat. I, I suck at that. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to tell you because that's just going to drive me crazy. <laughs> oh, you jerk. But yeah, they should sign him too. <laughs> Anyways, um, I th- is that all I have? Oh, yeah, one more. Wilt Chamberlain had a rookie uniform. They put it up for auction. It sold for $1.79 million, setting a, a record. So that's pretty cool. Um, this is a Phil- number 13 for Philadelphia Warriors jersey. Um, yeah, it's wow. such $1.79 million. I thought that was really Does cool. Does it say who bought it? Uh, Maybe, but I didn't screenshot that part. Maybe, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, that's a lot of money for an old jersey. I I guess people collect things. We talked about this with shoes. People collecting, you know, player shoes mm-hmm. just doesn't appeal to me. Uh, I think it would be cool to have an old jersey, but it's like as soon as the price tag is like twenty five dollars, I'm like, ah, right. that's too much for me. I'm <laughs> So yeah. it's it's Almost it's crazy million. that people have this much excess money to spend on something that is just going to hang in a box in a garage or a storage location or something. But yeah. I guess if you got the money, might as well waste it on on silly things. I don't know. I mean, it would be really cool to have that jersey hanging up next to your other ones. I'm not denying. I'm not denying. <laughs> yeah, next to my other ones, <laughs> yeah. jerseys. I'm not denying it'd be cool to have. It would be it would be cool to have a lot of players' jerseys, autographs, all that stuff. It's just. It's unrealistic uh, yeah. at that price point. Right? Do you remember that? So. Remember that set of set of shoes that Jordan had that were like worn through all of his finals, um, like the the yeah. set of six shoes. Yeah, that those have yep. not sold yet. Like it, I have not 
I looked that up. I was trying to research that a, a few few months ago, and they still haven't sold. So I'm wondering what's going sold? on with or that. Or at least you know? it released any news information on it. Okay. Right. So yeah, just uh, you're, you're going to have a waiting. very specific algorithm now, right? With all your <laughs> shoe searches. Yeah, uh, your I know, ads are right? Be all messed up. Yeah, that's going to suck. I've been waiting to see what that's oh, going to be selling for. I mean, it's got to be like at least five million dollars for that whole set. But uh, I mean, yeah, if the jersey, this jersey, uh, well. Wilt's rookie jersey. I don't yeah, know. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think over under on the one point seven nine million for it's what? Over, for right? Jordan's shoes? For Jordan's shoes? Yeah. yeah well, remember be. his final shoes were two point two million dollars. Those sold for. That's right. Just okay. one pair of shoes. So now they got the whole remember. set for yeah. you know a whole entire six years. So yeah, this got to be at least five, over five million. I think it could yeah, could reach right I'd at ten, like somewhere maybe like nine million, ten million. I think that's the the number there. But that's all I have for news. Well, somewhere, somewhere there's an investment banker counting his money to see if he can buy shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I've listened to this podcast and Ronnie said I got to save at least $10 million. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of – most of the news centers around trades and free agents and we're definitely going to get into that. And let's just go ahead and break it open. First thing that you mentioned that you want to include on the news, you kind of didn't because it's kind of related to free agents, but Derek Rose – the, he had a team option this year. He was with the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks have declined his team option, so he becomes a free agent. Do you think this is the end of the road for Derrick Rose? Do you think, think he signs with a new team? What What does his future look like in your opinion? I think it's done with because he barely played this year. He he didn't do anything. So, I mean, I, I don't think that any team is interested in signing this broken guy. You know what I mean? He's too old and it's just, yeah. his legs aren't there anymore. I I don't know. Unless you're just a team that needs a veteran presence for the point guard position, maybe. But I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think he'll go to the Lakers where they're collecting old players? No. Honestly, my I, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he'll get out of the NBA and he'll probably go to the big three um, thing with, with Ice Cube. He'll probably end up on that. <laughs> maybe he could yeah I mean, he still he still can play but yeah he he's he's certainly he's gonna get a veteran minimum if he wants to go ring chasing right yeah so i think you could probably get get something there like a team in there this is gonna be a familiar team that's mentioned today a team like the sacramento kings would benefit from having his presence that's a very young team a very inexperienced team having his veteran leadership and presence in the locker room at the veteran minimum would be beneficial for a team like that yeah, or like so, let's say he signs for the uh, the Warriors. You know, he maybe he'll sub out when Steph Curry. Steph Curry has a motor that could last forever. You know, but on the rare occasions right. that he gets in foul trouble, you know, then you get Derrick Rose coming off the bench. You know, something like that might might work. It would definitely slow the pace down for that team, so maybe it won't work there. But I mean, well, let's talk about why that probably won't happen. And that was one of the two big trades that happened this week. So you know, we talked about the Bradley Beal trade. That sort of set up this for lack of better terms, arms race, right? Where now all of these teams are like, oh man, the Suns, the Suns got better. We need to get better. Who's available? Who's out there? And I started making my list of potential top free agents, as, as we said we were going to do. And the one name that stuck out to me was Christoph Porzingis, who had a player option with Bradley Beal being traded. The question I was going to bring up to this podcast is, is he going to decline his option? Is he going to stay? Well, he did something that I thought was really, really cool. He waited until the last possible second. He basically told Washington, hey, I'm going to opt out, but if you can find a trade that I agree with, I will not opt out so that you have the rights to trade me and that you can get something back. And that's just cool. what they were. I mean, they, they put it down to the right last second, but he was going to opt out. He was not going to play with Washington next year. The Washington Wizards were able to make a trade with the Boston Celtics. Christoph Porzingis is going to Boston. Boston also gets a first-round pick in 2024 and the 25th pick in the 2023 draft, which just happened as well. And uh, in return, the Grizzlies, they're involved in this as well. Sorry, it was a three-team deal. The Grizzlies get longtime Celtic and, and former Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. The Wizards get Tyus Jones. Uh, a couple other lesser players, and then a 35th pick in the 2023 draft as well. So they uh, they're they're looking pretty good. Jalen yeah. Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kristaps Porzingis. It's a lot of payroll, but that's a lot of talent on the roster. Uh, they still for have this White team. too. 
They still have Derek White. Yeah, so I think Derek White. So they lose a point guard, right? There's a lot of point guards in free agency. We're going to talk about that in just a second. I don't know that they'll be. Uh, Marcus Smart is is one of those players that he's not tearing up the stat sheet, but he does a lot for this team. So yeah, yeah, he what, can, he's kind of like that Chris Paul that? point guard, you know, where he he just he's there to help the team get better. You know, I, I feel like Marcus Smart was like an excellent point guard. So. Yeah, he's he's definitely helpful, and uh, I I like this trade. It's very interesting for the Celtics. It didn't bump them up with the um, with the betting. You know, I was looking at the futures bets. You know, the Celtics are, are still second place. Um, but uh, yeah. T- to who? Uh, first place was I believe so. I forget. Okay, I'm looking at DraftKings sportsbook right now, and it has the Celtics and the Nuggets tied uh, for the top. Yeah. Same, okay. So it was the Nuggets. And yeah. The Suns. The Suns are number three. Yeah. In that sense. So this this definitely pushed them up to to the top, right? Yeah. Because there's no way the Celtics are are tied with the Nuggets without this trade. Yeah. So yeah, it's just cool to see. I'm I can't wait to see them next year and see how that all works out to for them. Yeah. Too. No, I I thought this was a a good trade for the Celtics. They definitely get better. And you know, Porzingis is not as good as some of the power forward slash centers that you have out East and, you know, Joel Embiid and mm-hmm. Giannis, but he's sure as heck going to help. Now, if you have him, you have Robert Williams, you have Al Horford, that's a big, big back uh, front court. And that's really going to help this team. If yeah, they Porzingis is big, like a Durant big. type of player, isn't he? He's just like yeah, that he, tall, he plays, lengthy guy who can shoot outside, but he could also yep. play inside when you need him to. I think he's like seven one or something like that. So yeah. he's a, he's a tall dude. he, could and, and you know in the old NBA being that tall, he's a center. In in today's NBA, he's a power forward because he has he has the speed and and he can shoot. So yeah, uh, it was a good trade. I think I'm I'm happy for for all the teams involved. I think everyone benefits from this. It's if, one of those trades where so it's, it's a good fit for everybody. Five days before this, the Warriors GM Dunleavy he said he plans to keep Poole for four more years at least, and then he ends up trading him. So it's just kind of weird to see that too. Yeah, so we haven't. Talked about that trade. That was the next trade that happened. So the the Suns traded Chris Paul to the Wizards. The Wizards turn around and trade him to the Golden State Warriors. So the Golden State Warriors obtain Chris Paul, which is why I don't think, would you say, Derrick Rose going to that team? I don't think that's a good fit. Yeah. Was it Derrick Rose? Who did you say was the point guard that you thought would be good on the, the Warriors? Yeah, I would say Derrick Rose, yeah. Okay. I think he might be a good backup. That, yeah, my bad. I, I kind of yeah, no, have Chris Paul, Maybe right? I, I spoke too soon with this one. I, I think I mixed it up with the other guy. But yeah, go ahead. Tell me more about this. Shock, guys. Ronnie <laughs> mixed something up and messed up the order. The second trade, Golden State Warriors, Chris Paul, they take him from the Washington Wizards, and they send Jordan Poole, who GM Mike Dunleavy said is going to be a longtime Warriors. Yeah. They send him along with a top 20 protected 2030 first round pick a 2027 second round pick to Washington for Chris Paul. So Chris Paul was a Washington wizard for all of five days, six days, something like that yeah. before he gets traded to the Golden State Warriors. Good for Chris Paul. He certainly has a chance to win a ring. He's definitely ring chasing at this point in his career, looking for the best team. Um, Should have stayed he's going to come sons. off the bench here. But he had right? no There's choice. no way that he's a starter. No choice because they traded him. Yeah. yeah. There's no way he's a starter there, right? No, no, I don't think so. No, not be. I mean, Steph Curry. No, Clay Thompson. And that, Steph Curry. It's such a weird dynamic too, you know, because you see all these all these old things, you know, with like Steph Curry and um, Chris Paul getting into it, kind of like on the floor, you know, not even getting into it too much, like not like hitting each other and like fighting, but just kind of like just battling Trash in the playoffs, talking. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just kind of like showing one up, you know, one after another, you know, one shot goes in and the next guy, you know, tries to top him, you know, with a better play, you know. So I don't know. It's just. It's interesting that they're on the same team now, and now they got to be buddy-a-buddy. Buddy. So, yeah, we'll see how that works out for them. I think they'll make it work. I mean, they're both competitors, and you talk trash when you compete. At the end of the day, if they have the same common goal, I think it's fine. It's just, will Chris Paul be able to accept his role as you know not being the starting point guard? And I think he will. I think he recognizes it. And I think he's going to appreciate getting more rest than what he's gotten throughout his career, and he could just kind of be there to help this team win. Yeah, that's why I won't work with Derrick Rose going there because you don't need another point guard. Huh? You don't need another old busted <laughs> point guard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Jordan Poole, he's going to be the best player on Washington. This team is going to look pretty bad next year. They're definitely in full tank mode. Yeah, for uh, Jordan sure. Jordan Poole was terrible last season. You know, I feel like Draymond punched any shooting ability out of him. 
<laughs> well, I think Jamon is kind of like a cancer of teams now. I mean, it, it's weird for me to say that because they won, you know, a year ago. But last year, yeah, it just uh, it didn't seem very good, you know. Like, yeah, that, that's he's kind of becoming a, a a problem in the locker rooms now. That is the that is the deep analysis you get from the JNR basketball <laughs> podcast. The player that punched another player might be a problem in the locker. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Draymond, uh, we'll talk about him in just a second. But those are the two big trades that happened as a result of, I feel, as a result of the Bradley Beal trade with the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, Chris Paul's directly related to that. Uh, but Jordan Poole, now a wizard. Chris Paul on the Warriors. Porzingis is on the Celtics. Marcus Smart on the Grizzlies. Those are some big names, new places coming up this season. So I'm excited to see how they work out with their new teams. What do you think again, about? I just think it's so awesome that Porzingis was willing to work with the Wizards instead yeah. of just opting out, being like, "No, no, I'm a free agent." He was willing to work with them so that they got something back in return. Yeah, and that was the best part about that's, this. That's neat. Yeah, I think that's just a really good attitude to have. So if you're a fan of that team, you're probably disappointed that he's leaving, but you can't be disappointed that he just set you the best. He left in the best possible way. What do you think about Marcus Smart going to the Grizzlies and now he's going to be like a, a veteran toward John Morant, you know, and he's going to try to make him lay down his guns and things like that. Did Have you seen any of those <laughs> memes out there? They're hilarious. No, I haven't seen those. Like there's That's this one where it's like, you know, it shows like Marcus Smart is like, he's got traded, you know, and then they show a video of Michael Jackson. Um, He had like on his stage, there was a, a part in his uh, performance, you know, where like the military comes out and they're kind of like pointing guns at him. And then Michael Jen just he puts his hand on this military guy's gun and lowers it. And then the crowd just starts cheering. That's exactly what that's like. Marcus Smart is Michael Jackson, you know, and he's going to make John lay down yeah. his guns and everything. So uh, just oh, hilarious stuff beautiful. like that. You know, there's some other movie scenes I, and stuff I, like that. So I don't know. They're all good. I love them. Interested to see how it works out because, you know, obviously John has the 25 game suspension where Marcus Smart is going to be the point guard of that team. Then when John comes back, how do they how do they both coexist? How are they able to make that work? I know. We've and, seen this not work so many times last year, though, right? With the Hawks, you know, and then right. with the, the Mavs. So they just keep doing it. I don't understand. It's, it's not going to work. But Jaw's not really, uh, at least I don't think, a, a true point guard in the sense that he's a distributor, right? He he's makes his own shots. Yeah. So maybe you, you'll use him in that role a little bit more um, where he plays point when Marcus isn't in and, and he plays sort of the shooting guard when Marcus is in, but yeah. well, we'll see. We'll see if it coexists. We'll see if this blows up in their face or not. Yeah. I think it, their defense is going to be fantastic. Right? They have the last two defensive players of the year now with Jackson and Smart. Mm-hmm. So this this could be a really good defensive team. And they're, they're almost overcorrecting because I think Marcus Smart is a great locker room sort of guy yeah. and Dylan Brooks was not. So yep. you kind of have to go the opposite direction. You see that happen all the time where they hire – you know, offensive-minded coaches after having a defensive-minded coach, and they just, you overcorrect sometimes. So, right. this this could work. I don't think this will be a long-term solution for Marcus Smart. I don't think he's going to be on this team long. I don't know what his contract is. I'm going to look that up real quick. But what do you think of the trade? I like it. I, I'm excited to see Marcus Smart. I, I want to see John Murray. I don't think it's going to be good because they're both point guards. I don't think that works in everything, but I, I like the thought of both of them two together, you know. I want to know what's going on with Dylan Brooks too. Like is is he where is he going to go after all this too? Is he going to he's not going to be on the team at all, right? Like they kicked him off already, right? Yeah, he he's a, he is an unrestricted free agent and they've told him that we have no intention of signing you. So sometimes when a player let, let's take Kyrie for example, right? Kyrie is an unrestricted free agent. Uh he can he can still sign with whatever team he wants, you know, Dallas is trying to re-sign him again. We'll talk about that in just a second, but they've told him like, nah, dude, we're not, your phone's not going to ring yeah. from us. You're, I haven't heard any interest for done. this guy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see where he's going to end up. There's no interest. Yeah. Yeah. So Marcus Smart has three years left on his contract. Um, and those will be with the Grizzly presumably, but I don't necessarily think that he's going to extend there. He'll be 31. The 2025-2026 season when his contract expires. And who knows? Yeah. I, I didn't realize he had that much time left on his contract. So that really, that's that's a pretty good deal for the Grizzlies. Right? Porzingis was going to leave, and instead you get a veteran guard with three years. Three pretty reasonable years, right? An mm-hmm. average of $20 million over those three years. Yeah. Not too shabby. Right. So that they, they, they come out. Oh, I guess the Grizzlies don't have Porzingis. They were the third team in the trade. Never mind. <laughs> 
I can read. I promise. <laughs> I got what you're saying, though. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I think. Let's talk. I think about- Dylan Briggs will probably end up like overseas in Shanghai or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's gonna. He's gonna have to. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what you do with Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Let's talk about free agents. This was the the season of opting out. A lot of players had yeah. player options. Uh, I'm gonna go through the list and let me know if I missed any. Okay. Uh, James Harden he opted out pretty much right away. He, he didn't leave any question about it. Fred Van Fleet opted out. Chris Middleton has opted out. Draymond Green, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Clarkston. I haven't seen anything. He, he's one of the last players with a player option that hasn't opted out or, or made a decision. Bruce Brown of the Nuggets has opted out. Josh Hart of the Knicks was on a player option. They're trying to work an extension. And as of yet, he is not. He, he If he opts in, he expects like an ext- he'll opt in with an extension or, or some promise that they'll be able to sign. They've actually just extended the deadline. The deadline was supposed to be tonight, Saturday, which is when we're recording this, but they've extended it to Thursday to try to reach some sort of arrangement and okay. some sort of deal before he ultimately makes his decision. And like I said, Christophe Porzingis, he was, he was hours away from having to opt out until this trade yeah. happened, but he was planning to opt out uh, if, if they couldn't reach a trade before, before the deadline. Mm-hmm. Get everybody? Yeah, you, the you got the ones I had, yep. Yeah. Well, is there so any, some unrestricted... Any, any, I'm just going to go down the list real quick yeah, of top ahead. ones All I right. have, and then we can kind of pick out a couple. Yeah. So unrestricted free agents, we have Kyrie Irving, uh, Jeremy Grant, uh, Brooke Lopez, Jacob Politeel, Russell Westbrook, and Christian Wood, uh, D'Angelo Russell as well. Restricted free agents, we have Austin Reeves, Cam Johnson, and Roy Hachimara. For those of you who aren't aware of the difference between unrestricted free agents and restricted free agents, if you're a restricted free agent, the team that you're currently on that that has the rights, they have the ability to match any offer sheet that you get. So Austin Reeves can go and look for a new team. And let's say San Antonio says, hey, we want to sign you for three years, $20 million a year or something like that. LA can come back and say, yep, we're going to match that. You're still on the Lakers and that contract becomes his contract. Or they can say, nope, you're good. And he, he becomes a member of that team. So yeah. uh, restricted free agents, the, the team still has a little bit of control. Unrestricted free agents, you you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Whew. All right. <laughs> let's talk about some some of these free agents here. And I'm, I'm going to start at the top of my list. James Harden, I, I think he's going to end back up in Philadelphia. I've heard some Houston rumors, but that doesn't seem like that's a good fit for him. Hmm. That's the head coach that benched John Wall when he was the best player on the team. Um, Actually, that's not true. They've switched switched head coaches since then. I believe their head coach now is Aime Udoku. Well, it was the team that did bench him. So there's got to be something still there from that, you know, whether it's a head coach or not. Yes, he is the Houston Rockets. So Aime Udoku will bench players that don't play defense. And James Harden does not play defense. I don't think that's ever really going to happen. I think the Philadelphia 76ers are, are in the lead here to re-sign him. He signed a very team-friendly deal so that they could wink. I, I, that was the rumors, right? That it was a wink, wink, nod, nod. Mm-hmm. We're going to re-sign you after you opt out, but we need to try to build a team with our salary cap issues, Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I, I think he's going to re-sign with the Sixers. I think everything else you hear is, is just nonsense. Uh, right. Thoughts, opinions on that? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think he's going to go to Houston either. I think he's going to stay with the 76ers. But if the 76ers got rid of him, then they got a big hole to fill too. So what are you going to fill him with? I mean, are you, it's going to be tough to get Kyrie Irving. Uh, Russell Westbrook is available, but I don't know about that one. I mean, that's. I think you got to sign James Harden again because I, I, yeah, he's, he's irreplaceable. Irre- There's a lot of point guards. Irreplaceable, yeah. Well, is he? I think he's the best point guard in the league right now. Is he? You think James Harden is the best point guard in the league? Um, out of the free agents. Out of the free agents. Okay. So what are the? So let's let's talk about point guards because that's where a lot of these guys on my list are. So James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Fred Van Fleet, uh, D'Angelo Russell. It kind of gets thin after that. Russell Westbrook. Those are are probably the free agents that are available. One name that I didn't mention that that might be available quote-unquote, is Damian Lillard of Portland. He's not really happy there. I've heard his name being tied to Miami a few times. Is he uh, 
fit into this Philadelphia team. Who who is that? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah. that that would be an amazing fit. But I mean, Dame's like one of the best. He, <laughs> I think right? he is like right. the best player in the league right now. Yes, I think he's MVP candidate. So I think he's going to be a perfect fit for wherever he goes, no matter what. So I mean, but uh, yeah, yeah whoever gets That's him is going to get lucky. Mind. Damian Lillard might might not be available, but I agree. I, I I think James Harden is a great point guard. I don't think he's a good fit in Houston. I think he signs with. Philadelphia. Kyrie Irving is a little bit more interesting of a case because of some of the baggage that he brings with him. He was traded for at the deadline by the Mavericks. I feel like the Mavericks are handcuffed. They absolutely positively have to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. You know, you hear these reunions with LeBron. I don't think that's in LA. I think he's trying to get LeBron to come to Dallas via trade because LeBron can essentially force a trade if he wants to. I I think he's going to end up in Dallas and I think he's going to get overpaid because Dallas doesn't want to feel like, hey, we gave up everything uh, or less a ton of this for this guy. So I think a good fit him, for him. in Dallas to add on to that mess is Draymond Green. They should they should sign him in Dallas, too. I've heard his name linked to Dallas as well. Right? They've always had problems with a center. Christian Wood is their their current center. He's a free agent. I don't foresee him. Potentially coming it kinda, back. It feels like knows? a good fit to me because you know how Draymond kind of like he would control things like at the key, you know, he'd be able to pass it out to, you know, Steph Curry or, or Clay Thompson. Well, yeah. he could do the same thing to those two guys over there, you know, Kyrie Irving and uh, Luca. So I, I think that would actually so, be a good fit. There's some rumors that LeBron doesn't like playing with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis' work ethic isn't as as strong as he would like. Do you think a... Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving trade could happen where Kyrie goes from Dallas to LA and Anthony Davis goes to Dallas. I don't think so, but do you think that's a good fit for both of those teams? LeBron with Luca and maybe no, 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 no. LeBron with LeBron with Kyrie in LA, Luca with AD in Dallas. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I don't like it. It doesn't, it doesn't sound good, but I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a weird one. I don't, it just doesn't it feel weird. like yeah, it would work, but I could be wrong. I don't know. What do you think? They need a center. I don't think Anthony Davis is the right center for them. Yeah. Uh, I would love for them to take DeAndre Ayton off of our hands. <laughs> but I, I think the best center, I mean, Draymond might be the best center for them. I yeah. Give him some more toughness uh, yeah. without having Luka having to get in trouble for that. So. Well, Draymond's yeah, I, one of those players I that I don't really necessarily want to play against, but... He, even though he doesn't like rack up the points or anything, but he does help out teams. You know, I don't want, I don't want to play against him. He's just too good at setting other players up for for good field goals. So, I don't know. And he's able to pull down those rebounds too. He's just a tough player that I don't want to play against. Yeah, and he could shoot. Yeah, not so much anymore. He could when he wants shoot. to, but he do just you, chooses not to. Do you think with Jordan Poole being traded out of Golden State? And the drama that Poole and Draymond had, that that's Golden State's way of trying to say, Draymond, we don't want you to leave. Stay here. We're, 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 taking, ta- we're taking care of this guy. I didn't even we think of that. We want you to be our guy. Yeah, good point. That's, that's an excellent point. Well, but it's just, are they able to make that work fees, like um, with expenses and things? Because they have three max players on the team, right? And now they got Chris Paul to pay for, so I, I don't think they could financially well, the make CBA it work. Well, rules change. Yeah, it would be tough. They'd be into the luxury tax. I think the way that you get out of it, and you're gonna you're gonna hate this, is that Clay Thompson, I believe, is a contract year for him. Oh, okay. So you pay a lot this year. The CBA changes next year with the more strict salary cap rules, and Clay Thompson becomes. Yes, I am correct. He becomes. This is a contract year for him. His forty three million dollars goes off the books. Gotcha. And he becomes the weakest link, sort of, to leave that team. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope they keep the team together one more year, because I like playing against them. You know, they're kind of like the evil team in the they're league, fun. you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I like playing against them just because... It's a good litmus test to see if, if your team is capable of exactly. winning a championship. If you could beat the Warriors, then, you know, you, you have that potential to win. Right. It's like I, I didn't like the Spurs when they had... You know, they're, they're big three that they had forever when they won four championships. But I like playing against them because they were like the evil of all things, you know? So <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It makes it, makes it interesting. Makes it, makes basketball fun to watch. 
So Fred Van Fleet was with Toronto. He opted out of his contract. He will be a free agent. He's sort of the wild card in all of this because I think he's going to get a lot of money from whatever team signs mm-hmm. with him. But I don't know. I don't know a ton about him because he played out East. I didn't watch a lot of Raptors games. Yeah. I I think he might be, and really it's true for a lot of these point guards. Does San Antonio try to sign a big name point guard to come to their team? I've, I've I think that would be beneficial mm-hmm. to have somebody that can pass the ball to their young rookie. Yeah. If he's really the phenom that he's supposed to be, you can't put all the weight on his shoulders. And Popovich knows that. So do you go out and you spend money on a top tier point guard oh, that yeah. can help take some of the pressure off of him? And if so, is that Fred Van Fleet? Is that, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Russell Westbrook? Who Who is that person in your mind? Listen, if, 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 it might be Fred Van Fleet. Right. If any team has a blueprint of how to make things work, it's it's the... It's the Spurs, right? Because they've gotten right. uh, Duncan Robinson, or I mean, Tim Duncan, and then, uh, why, why can't I say, what's his first name with Robinson? David Robinson. David Robinson, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So every time Duncan they get... Robinson is their love child, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time they had them as first picks, they start building teams around them. And so whatever they've yeah. done in the past, they're just going to follow that blueprint. They're going to get some point guard. They're going to get some forward that's really good. Uh, and then they're going to get their top three again. Yeah, I, I think Fred Van Fleet would be a good fit, honestly, because he's he's one of those players. But um, I don't know. I just it's disappointing seeing. <laughs> I just hate seeing the Spurs out there again. They're gonna be that team that I hate <laughs> now, you know. But yeah. it'll be again. It'll be fun to watch. But yeah, that that's gonna be tough playing against Wembenyama now. Chris Middleton, the forward from the Bucks, opted out. He's available. You know, if if you're building a dream team, mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet, Chris Middleton. Going to San Antonio, that that looks pretty good. I think it's believed that Middleton will re-sign with the Bucks because that's tough to replace. If you look at this list of, of forwards, there's not you're not getting what you got out of Chris Middleton from anybody else on this yep. list. So yeah, out of all the players on the list, tricky to see. He interests me the most. I think he's just an overall like really good player. So um, I I think you've got to re-sign him if if you're the Bucks. You don't want to play against this guy at all. So you got to do everything you can to try to keep him. But man, if he goes to the Spurs, oh, that's yeah, that's devastating. <laughs> it's it's going to be tough. I I don't know what where it's rumored. Uh, I should say I looked it up, and it, it was like I said, the the Bucks were the leading team for that. Yeah, and it makes sense. They you know he's had success there. They want him there. You just you know get a get a better contract if you can, buddy. Yeah, or get if, a better contract. Or if he goes to the Mavs too, I think that'd be a good fit for him too. I think they could use him a lot too. That seems weird to me, and maybe that's just because I don't like the Mavs and I like Chris Middleton. Yeah. Maybe that's why it seems weird to me. Right. It just it, I don't know. Luca is such a ball dominant player that it it seems weird to get somebody that also wants the. That's like I Kyrie and Luca playing together. It's like how is that going to work? Yeah. They're both such ball dominant players. I I think that. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I would. I would buy Draymond being a better fit there because he doesn't need the ball every possession. He does a lot of the dirty work with setting the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. I think that makes more sense to me than Chris Middleton. But who knows? Yeah, GMs yeah. just sign players sometimes. Right. Yeah. Make noise. I can't wait for all these trades to come through and just like I, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like next year because there's so many available running. players. Free agency, so not many, trades. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know. And so I'm just excited to see the way that the teams are going to shape up next year because there's so many available players in the league. Yeah, so just as a reminder, free agency starts June 30th. You're going to see some players go right away. Uh, if if they're with their old team, so let's say like Kyrie Irving, for example, Dallas still has exclusive negotiating rights. No other team is allowed to talk to them without getting into trouble. We'll see if, if he signs with them or, or if he goes somewhere else, but there's going to be a lot happening in those first couple of days, for sure. So going back to Van Fleet, I'm reading him. It says there's a lot of teams interested. It says Rockets, Lakers, Suns, and Magic. They've been linked to Van Fleet. So yeah, there's that, no way the Suns are linked to Van Fleet. That it says not anymore. Yeah. Not after the Bradley Beal trade. Oh yeah, because probably you can't you can't pay two point guards max contracts. Yeah, yeah, it they they got their sense. point guard. You're right. You're right. Because this is yeah. a little little later, a little older. A little dated? Yeah. All right, good. Otherwise, June, the person who wrote that article is June, an idiot. June 18th, so it's it's a little dated. Okay. That was like right okay. around the time when the trade happened. Right right in the trade happened, yeah. yes. So, the, I mean, it was no mystery. The Suns were looking to upgrade their point guard position. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet would have been an upgrade over Chris Paul. The problem is that you, you owed Chris Paul 
15 million dollars at least or 30 million dollars at most so it worked out in their benefit to find a, a trade partner yeah and, and i feel like they kind of fleeced the the wizards in that sense but you know what who cares <laughs> okay. we'll find out if the suns win a championship great if not, well, then who knows what happens. But yeah, I, I think the Suns are out of the point. Read those teams again real quick. I'm sorry. Um, It was Suns. <laughs> You're going to make me go back. I don't know. I'm reading other <laughs> stuff now. You said the Lakers. The Lakers need a point guard. Yeah. Angela Russell will be leaving. The Magic. I, I don't know yeah, the magic about was the one. Magic, yep. but and the Rockets, they need help, period. The Rockets, the was Rockets the are an interesting team. Yeah. Lakers, Suns, because Magic, Rockets. Of, you know, Aime Adoku was the coach of the Celtics where he had Marcus Smart. Of these players, who is the most Marcus Smart-esque player that maybe would he would want? Because I have a name in mind of all the point guards. Uh, for what team? For the Rockets. For the Rockets? Because mm. well, you said Van Van Fleet was re- linked to the Rockets. Van yeah. Van Fleet is a point guard. Aime Adoku is the new head coach. Man. Maybe Russell Westbrook because I I think that's exactly who I was thinking. Yeah, Marcus Smart is just such a good player, and Russell Westbrook is a really good player, you know. But he's I don't think Westbrook is as good as Marcus Smart. But they're kind of I don't know why, but I, I feel like they're built similar. And yeah, I just yeah I I, I don't know Russell I, Russell Westbrook. They're, they're both. So go ahead. I was just they're both mentally tough. Yeah, they're both pretty. Um, Resilient, maybe is the right word, but they're they're not going to back down from yeah. anybody. They're not they're not worried about that. And they both, Marcus Smart, obviously being the defensive player of the year, but Russell Westbrook's defense, I think, is underrated. Yeah, he plays solid defense when that's what he's being asked to do. So I think he he kind of gets it now, right? He's not the best player in the league like he was many many years ago. Mm-hmm. Whatever role you need him in, it seemed like he was willing to play that coming off the bench for the Lakers team. You know, everyone thought that was going to be a disaster. He played really good off the bench for yeah. Lakers, and he had some huge defensive stops and on that game. You know, when they got back into the mix of things, they went on that winning streak before they traded Westbrook away. Some of those were related to his defensive stops. Some of those wins. Yep. So I think he's a good fit for Houston. I don't think he's going to be as expensive as some of these other players on the list either. I think he's significantly discounted because of that. The question is, as an unrestricted free agent, does he want to go to that sort of team or does he want to go to a team that has a chance to win? And how is that going to play in? Because yeah. ultimately that's the decision you make as a free agent. Do I want to get paid mm-hmm. or do I want to win and potentially be competing for a championship? And that's, I don't know Russell Westbrook's motivation. I would assume a championship at this point. He's made a lot of money. That's what I would think. I think you'd always want to go to a championship team over getting paid, but I don't know. That that doesn't always seem like it's the case with some players though. But yeah, I, I think he's the one that wants to go to a championship team. I think he... He's made his money. He's he's gotten like a ridiculous amount of money off these other teams too without championships. So I think he's made that, and I think he's just. But I don't know. He has really expensive fashion taste too. You know, he's always wearing those <laughs> ridiculous outfits too. Always. So maybe he does yeah. need that money more than a championship too. You know, I don't know. There's a couple other players on this list. I think Draymond wants to get paid. Yeah. I think Harden wants to win a championship. Yeah, if you already have championships like green, yeah, you definitely just want to get paid. You just you're looking for more money at that yeah. point. You, I mean, winning's fun, but he also has his podcast. He has other money coming in. Well, Green flat out said that, right? He feels he's a max player, and and he's taken the the hometown discount, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. So he wants to get paid now. So yeah, he's got his four rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then some of it is: Do I want to be Russell again? Using Russell Westbrook as an example. Do I want to be a contributing player on a championship team or do I want to be a starter on a bad team? Right. What's more important to me there? Yeah. I, I feel like he's okay being a contributor on a on a championship team, but I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say with him. I, he's one of those weird minds, you know, like I don't I I don't get his his way of thinking, you know, like he's just a wild card, you know, so I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He You never know what he's thinking and I don't know that he tells a lot of people yeah <laughs> and you, I think you it can't might read him yeah day to day week to week i was shocked when the lakers traded him to be honest i didn't yeah. think that they were going to find somebody that wanted his contract i didn't think they were going to be did. able to yeah that was crazy and it was such a almost a wash trade because i feel like d'angelo russell and russell westbrook had very similar 
stats if you look at him over the course of the season. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I feel like Russell Westbrook was the better shooter, especially when D'Angelo kind of felt part there in the postseason. You know, again, you know what list I see on this name that I'm really interested in for the Suns? I see two names, actually. Yeah. Um, Kelly Oubre Jr., the guy with the pretty eyes. And then yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay Crowder is another free agent. Do you th- would you, what, if you, what do you think about re-signing him and getting him back on the Suns? There's no chance Jay Crowder is coming back to the Suns team. No, because they don't have the, no those, there was that big mess and everything, but now they change ownership. They've changed coaches and I don't, I still, I would, I would be disappointed in the Suns yeah? if they brought back Jay Crowder. Because of what happened because of him holding out and not because, playing? Because him holding out and not playing for just because he got beat. Yeah. The Suns went in a different direction, and he he pouted, and yeah. I, I just I would I don't want Jay Crowder. Well, back I think I like Jay Crowder. I think he's a good player. I don't want him on my team. I think we could get him for cheap though, because he went on the Bucks, and the Bucks didn't really play him that much. And now I no. think he's lost a lot and of he's value. So year. yeah, I, I yes. think we could get him he on the discount. Himself. Yeah, exactly. I don't want him. Go somewhere else, Jay Crowder. <laughs> just curious. All right, jerk. Any other big names on the free agency that you see that you're interested in? You know, the one that also jumped out at me is like, I don't know where a good fit for them would be, would be Brooke Lopez. Yeah, I was looking at that one too. Because I, I that's think... just sort of like, he's he's a very different sort of, play. I mean, he's a center, mm-hmm. but he just plays differently because he, you know, shoots three-pointers and yeah. he just... 15 years yeah, in I the league. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's going to yeah. get re-signed for the Bucks. I don't, I don't see that happening where he's going to get traded or, you know... I don't know. I, I think he's just going to end up with the Bucks again. But I would love to have him on our team. That would be a really good fit. He, he's just one of those players You're, where, like, you don't want to play against him. He's just, yeah, he's really tough to play just, against. Yeah, here's here's a quote. The Rockets are going to be a real threat to sign Brooke Lopez away from the Bucks and free agency per a source. All right. I, I don't get the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets, what are they doing? Are they going to be competitive next year? I don't even know they, who's on their roster. Didn't they set themselves up with a lot of picks or something like that? Or I, I think they, they set themselves up somehow with that. But young picks are, are sometimes meaningless because yeah. you know they don't. Yeah, I went do to sleep on a rocket. Sort it by salary. They don't have a lot of players making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. I guess Jalen Green, uh, Jabari Smith. Kevin Porter Jr. I'm just looking for names I even recognize. Yeah. Ty Ty Washington, your boy Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. I don't even know who they drafted this year. They had a high draft pick too, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yep. I think they drafted one of the twins. I could be wrong in that. I have to look at the drafts twins. now. Twins! Want to look at the draft boards? <laughs> sure, we can take a look at that. They did. They they take Rockets one trade to make after. Okay, who did they draft? They draft Eamon Thompson, who has a twin brother. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty cool to see those twins, like, drafted one after another. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's pretty sweet. Do you think that the one that was born before the other got drafted before the other guy, too? Do you think he's just, know. like, rubbing it I in his brother's face? the one that was probably better at basketball probably got drafted. <laughs> How do you know who's better than so who? So let's, let's, let's talk about that for just a quick second, because they play on, like, these weird teams that I'm not really even sure i understand have you seen like what teams they play on the twins no what team did they come from let's see Amen thompson i'm gonna pull that information they up. it's like a semi-professional basketball was league. it a g-league type of team because they you can they can't draft out of the g-league there's a couple players drafted on the g-league um overtime, overtime elite. elite interesting it's, I'm just saying the same thing ronnie yeah, we're just so cute together. So overtime it's ridiculous. Elite is a new professional <laughs> league based in Atlanta with players between the ages of 16 and 20. He joined with his brother, opting bypassing his final year of high school and college. So yeah, it's it's a it's a professional team where they play basketball instead of going to high school or college. Just to to I guess you it's just like a prep school where you focus entirely on sports. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I had, I but there were look- several players that were taken from teams like that that were part of Overtime Elite. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck is Overtime Elite? Okay, interesting. Yeah, so there we pretty go. cool. Overtime Elite. So yeah, the, the number four pick was by the Rockets. That was Amen Thompson, the first twin. And then the other one was the Pistons. He got, they got the other twin. 
Azar Thompson at number five. So yeah, I like that the Pistons got there one of the go. twins. That's cool. Kind of reminds me of the Marcus, the Morris twins. You know, Marcus or Mark, Mark, I call him Marquise, but it's actually Marquise. <laughs> but uh, that was really cool when they played together on the Suns. I hope these twins get to play together too, because if they're drafted number four and five, they got to be really good too. So I want to see them together yeah. on one team, in particular the Detroit Pistons, because that'd be cool to see. And then they should also so get the, the Marcus Morris twins too. They should just have all the twins on it. They team. should just build a team of twins. Yep. Yeah. Not necessarily twins. They could do brothers if they want to get Giannis and his brothers on the team. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Or maybe the Lopez brothers too. Yeah. Get Since them all. he's a free agent. So I'm looking at the picture from draft night and Victor Wembenyana is just so much taller. I know. Than Did you see him standing he's next standing to Adam like directly Silver? Behind, yeah. It's he's crazy. standing behind Lord Voldemort and just seven, looks absolutely. Seven foot five, this guy is. His style I've, of play I've is seen ridiculous. Everywhere from seven two to seven six, I have no idea how tall he actually is, but he he looks skinny. He's gonna need to yes. bulk up, and I wonder. I, I just wonder if his knees are gonna help are gonna support him. Yeah, I mean, after seeing what happened to Chet last year, you kind of wonder how how his durability is. But he he was playing a lot in France, and he he yeah, was playing yeah. quite a bit. He, there was no injury problems at all. So they took care of him. He took care of his body. So I, I'm really excited to see this guy in the league. I'm scared to see him in the league, honestly, because he's just so good at shooting outside and so tall. And man, um, I think a lot of people are overlooking this guy, uh, Brandon Miller, and then Scoot. You heard of Scoot at the number three pick? I mean, I don't think they're overlooking them. They're taking second and third. Yeah, but it's well, not because, like they fell out of the first round or anything. But because Wembenyana is like taking the spotlight from everyone, oh, I mean, sure. they're just like you kind of forget about these other players. These are really good players that that were picked number two and number three. And so, yeah, just it's kind of it's just to see how they're going to fit on those teams too. I think they're going to do some some major major things over there too. So, Scoot went to Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, I'm just looking at Scoot right now. He was the number three pick overall. G League he played in G League Ignite. Yeah, which is the G League, um, but it's like. But he was like the MVP of the G League. Yeah, but he hasn't. He hasn't. He wasn't eligible for the draft the year before because he was mm-hmm. only 17 years old. Yep. So he joined the Genie Unite before his senior season. So basically, again, he bypassed high school to play semi-professionally in the G League, and that was eligible for the draft this year. And does that motivate Damian so Lillard to stay on the Portland Trailblazers at all? Just having him, or does it no, not? Because I don't think he's so. more of a, um, you know, Scoot is more of a point guard like Dame was. And so maybe they're just setting themselves up for to get rid of Dame because Dame doesn't want to stay there. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with Damian Lillard. He's been such a member of that team. It almost, yeah, I don't know. Brendan Miller, he's a forward. Maybe they would have been better off drafting him. Obviously, they couldn't because he was the second pick and they had the third pick. Right. I would have loved like for Portland to have the first pick to be able to draft Victor. Yeah. But it didn't work out that way. Yeah, it would have been but a yeah, much no, better team for him to go to than the Spurs. A lot of trades happened as well. I don't know if you see the list of trades that teams within the first round. So, like, the Pacers drafted at number seven, Wizards at number eight, but then they swapped picks later. That gets <laughs> so, so like, confusing for switch. me. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, if especially since the Pacers, why did they change their mind afterwards? Or, or yeah. was it just like, oh, no, are the other teams throwing something in to make it worth their while? Because it doesn't seem like... Yeah, there is. yeah. I don't. It doesn't give me many details on the trades when I looked at some of them. So I just, I was like, never mind. I'm not even going to get into that. Hopefully, Jonathan will be able to straighten it up for me. But I'm glad you're. I'm see, glad you're as confused as I am on it. Here's the here's the tweet from the Indiana Pacers. We have agreed in principle to acquire Houston forward Jarris Walker from the Wizards in a trade to be finalized later. So yeah. it's just like we picked this guy, and they're like, ah. <laughs> Maybe we should have picked the other guy. Let's call the other <laughs> right. team up. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll switch. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. I don't know how that works. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I don't understand it. But teams trade, they make changes. Okay, I want to. So Charlotte Hornets, right? So they got Brandon Miller at number two. They also got the twenty seventh pick, the thirty first pick, and the forty first pick. So they have four people that they drafted too. And then this is all you know based off of like Lamelo Ball. You know, they're trying to build a, a better team around him, right? So I. It's this is a totally different team. So I, I'm with all these free agents that we were talking about earlier too. 
I'm excited to see the Hornets actually do something. Did you see by any chance the Brandon Miller interview where he, like Michael Jordan was talking to him and just like welcoming him to the team too? Like, can you imagine the pressure that he's feeling like talking to Michael Jordan? Be oh, that just like that'd be so that would feel so crazy to me too. Just uh, like all the pressure that you feel like you have to live up to Michael Jordan's expectations because he chose you to be on this team. You know. I mean. Maybe I don't know that there's really expectations. No, seriously, think about it. No, you got to get into this guy's head. Michael Jordan is talking to you, John. He's be like, "Welcome to the team." Like, I'm excited so to me, have you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something right now. He knows who Michael Jordan is, right? Because yeah. obviously everyone knows who Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's last time that he played basketball was April 2003. Mm-hmm. Brandon Miller was born November 2002. Yeah, he doesn't. He he didn't watch Michael Jordan play, so he probably doesn't feel like, I, I, he's probably more like LeBron's favorite player right. or something like yeah. that, or, or somebody from his. He's he's so young. That's that, true. I wasn't even thinking of it's that. Like, it's like us when you compare, you know, Michael Jordan to Oscar Robinson. Yeah, yeah, Will Chamberlain. We never saw those guys play, yep. so I we, we have that the recency bias. So I, yeah. I don't. That's why I think it's probably yes. He knows who Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. How do you not? Anyone that plays basketball at that level knows who Michael Jordan is, but he probably doesn't have the same feeling that you and I have because because of that. Right. I agree. Yeah, you could be right there. I didn't even think of that. Good point. We did it, Ronnie. <laughs> we did it. But that was pretty cool him. just to see that anyways, too, you know, just to, see, <laughs> <laughs> just to see Michael Jordan <laughs> introducing him, too. I was just like, man, that's, that's a really cool moment, too. Yeah. What about that one oh, guy wearing sure. their red suit? You got anything to say about that? Did you see that? The one guy wearing the red suit. Yeah, what's his name? It was uh, Grady Dick. Oh, what's his name? Fa- my favorite name of the of this league too right now, Grady Dick, because everyone likes their Grady. Their what you might call it, it's, you know, graded right <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, his name's Grady Dick, Uh-oh. and he's the number thirteenth uh, pick for the Toronto Raptors. So, um, for the Toronto Raptors, he, he's a guard forward, six eight, out of Kansas. He is a wearing a like a. Looks like pink pants. No, black pants and a red jacket. Yeah, that looks very shiny. A and, red sparkly jacket. They sparkly. compared it to yeah. um, Dorothy's red shoes that he wore with the Wizard of Oz, but he had a whole jacket sparkly <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes, that's that's fair. It's their ruby red jacket. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, if you look at, uh, I'm looking at the picture. All of these guys are wearing crazy colored suits and, and stuff. That's His was just, the craziest though. The style, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Are you looking? You might be looking at the same picture as me. Which who who's the best dressed in this? It's definitely not Adam Silver. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you gonna bring the suit when we go to the summer league? What suit? I want you to dress up as Adam Silver, and I want to get oh, in the special areas. I want to be Adam Silver. Yeah, and just we need to get in the MVP areas and. I'll have to practice his voice. Yeah, you, Hello, I'm Adam Silver. <laughs> exactly. Not that, Is that I, how he sounds? Just a little higher than you. <laughs> you I think you can pull on? it off. You need <laughs> bigger <laughs> ears, though. His, he has huge ears. I know. His ears are huge. Yeah. His ears are huge. But if you put on a suit, yeah. I think you could pull it off. If you act confident, then uh, just be like, you know, just pull me along and be like, Ronnie's with me. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst Adam Silver. It's horrible. Ever. I'm going to have to talk for you instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Summer League is coming up. The well, Let's start with, woo, let's back it up here. June 30th, NBA free agency begins. Ronnie, it sounds like you want to say something before I wrap it up. No, I, I'm, I'm, we're good. No? I'm, okay. I'm all talked out. So. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. June 30th. Free agency officially begins. Then we have the California Classic Summer League, July 3rd and July 5th. These are games in Sacramento. We have the Salt Lake City Summer League, July 3rd, 5th, and 6th, played in Salt Lake City. And then we have the NBA 2K24 Summer League from Las Vegas, July 7th through the 17th. All games played in Las Vegas at UNLV Stadium. Uh, Ronnie and I are going. We're going to be there Sunday the 9th through Tuesday the 11th. And just looking at the schedule, which was just released, I think we're probably going to get 15 to 20 games in, Ronnie. Heck depending yeah. on uh, that's awesome. how much how much we can stomach it. Um, yeah. So I guess that's probably not true because their games are going on simultaneously at the two two locations. So right. let's say a dozen. I'm aiming for a dozen games that's that we'll awesome, be able though. to check out. We'll have to pick our list here. See Obviously, all these new our draft priority picks. with like everyone. Yep, it's going to be to see if Victor Embiana is playing. 
And if so, we're going to try to catch a glimpse of this guy, see oh, if he's worth the hype. I, I did do some research on it, and they said that Chet should be good for Summer League, too. So we might be able to see him again, too. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma City is playing Tuesday for sure. Probably another day, too, if I keep scrolling. But yeah, there's opportunity to see a lot of these young players. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll be doing an episode live from Las Vegas. Not live. I mean, we'll record it. Hey, let's do it live. We'll sure. It. Let's go for it. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to do that. We're going to do it live. <laughs> I'll stream on Twitch. Crazy. There we go. Uh, we're going to do it live. Probably not. <laughs> uh, and then Summer League games are available on TV. It looks like ESPN and ESPN2 and NBA TV. So check them out there. And uh, that's going to do it for us this week. And we'll see you next time yep. from Summer League. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs>